Okay, we finally reached Mishnah Zion. We've been building up to it for the past Mishnah or so. So here, Sachem Perak Aleph, Mishnah Zion, 1-7. It's a straight continuation of the previous Mishnah. It's almost surprising that there's a break between the Mishnayos. And we had said in the previous Mishnah that in the base of Mikdash, they didn't hesitate burning kudshim, sacrificial meats, of different Tumah levels, even though when they were put in the pyre to burn together, Tumah of a less Tameh state could be in contact with Tumah that excuse me, Kachim that is of a less Tame status could come into contact with Kachim of a greater status and be elevated. And they didn't hesitate, which now we want to suggest in this Mishnah is a precedent to say that when it comes to burning Truma on Erev Pesach, we don't need to hesitate in mixing Truma Tame and Truma Tahara in the same pyre. Now, there's very few words in the Mishnah. There's a lot of words in the backstory. I'll try to keep it as concise as possible. Here is the the nub of the issue. The understanding is, in the previous case, in Mishnah Vav, we were talking about sacrificial meats that had become tame, and in the a link in the chain of the transmission of the Tumah was some liquid. So in other words, the dead rat had touched the wine, and the wine had touched the sandwich in my case, or whatever, the truma doesn't make a difference. The, excuse me, the kachim doesn't make a difference. The point is that there's liquid in one of the steps in the transmission of tuma. Now, there's a mechlokas tanayim, whether on a doraisa level, mashkin, liquids, can convey tuma to foods. So, according to Rebbe Meir, they cannot. And that being the case, even though our Mishnah had different levels of Tuma in the Kachim, and you might have thought as a sort of presage in the beginning of my introduction to the Mishnah yesterday, that you can't really compare a allowing an increase in degree of Tuma to be a legitimate precedent for the question of are you allowed to the binary switch from not Tame to yes Tame? They're not really analogous. Um, according to Rimeir, since the Kadshim in Mishnah Vav became Tame through a liquid, and the liquid really on a Dorais level cannot convey Tuma. So, on a Dorais level, that Shlishi, that third degree removed Tame Kadshim, actually was totally Tahor, was actually Tahor Medoraisa. And if that's the case, so then you see they're not hesitating to allow someone which is on a Dorais level to be, that's Tahor, to become Tame. And that'll be a great precedent for burning. Tame and Tahor, Truma, together. However, Rabbi Yossi, the other Tan in our Mishnah, disagrees on the points of whether a mashka, a liquid, can convey Tuma to food, ochlen, in this case the meat, the sacrificial meat, on a derisive level. He says, yes, it could. And if it can, if liquids can convey Tuma on a derisive level, that'll mean that indeed there were two different tame pieces of meat, just the different degrees of tuma, and letting something become a little more tame is not the same as letting something which is tower become tame. And that being the case, Rabbi Yos is going to say that the previous Mishnah is not a legitimate precedent to establish the burning of truma, tame and truma tahara together. And that's exactly what the Mishnah is to say for uh, here. The lach is going to be like Rabbi Yossi, that you, you indeed cannot burn them together. Um, it's, not a, it's not a legitimate um, it's not a legitimate precedent. Okay, so here the Mishnah says inside. Amr Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Meir holds, midivrehem, from the words you see in the previous Mishnah, 
Lamanu, we can learn Shesorfin Truma Tahore and Truma Tamea, but Pesach. That on Arab Pesach you can burn Tame and Tahor Truma together. Because no problem. Once it's no longer a mitzvah item, because now the rabbis have to destroy it. So the same way when two levels of Kajim, sacrificial meats, which on the rice level one was tar, one was tame, are now not allowed to be eaten. Their mitzvah status has passed, therefore you can burn them together, and who cares if they become tame in the process? So too, when the rabbis say in the sixth hour you can't eat this chametz dick truma, you have to burn it. So again, we don't care if they become the tar truma becomes tame in the process. Amarlo Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Yossi disagrees. He says, Eina hi hamida. He says, no, that just doesn't flow logically. Um, it's not an analogous case because, as I said already a few times now, back in the previous Mishnah, it's a question of degree. Less tummy to more tummy. In the question of our Mishnah here, of, of Truma, it's from being not tummy to yes tummy, so it's a difference in kind. And therefore you can't learn from it, and that'll be the halacha. Fine. Now, it is well known that there's, a, and he's, it's well known there's a machlokus between Rabbi Elezer and Rabbi Yoshua regarding um, allowing of the burning of different types of truma together. So since there's a machlokus there, the Mishnah says, Rabbi Yossi says, Umodim, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yoshua. Even Rabbi Yoshua and Rabbi Eliezer who have that machlokus about burning trumas of different statuses together, even they agree with me, that when it comes to burning truma, tahora and truma tamea on Arab Pesach, you need two separate fires so they shouldn't get mixed in Kavit Tuma from the tummy to the tower. Fine. Now, Alma Nechlaku, so what was that machlokus between Rabbi Leazar and Rabbi Yeshua regarding the different Tumas, uh, Tuma status, Trumas being burned together? So, okay, here's the backstory here. You really could have three statuses when it comes to the Tuma status of Truma. You could have Tahor, you could have Tameh, and you could ha- have suffolk. You just don't know. The middle case is you're just not sure if this truma was exposed to tuma. Now, truma is a tricky business because there's a mandate from the Torah to keep it tahor and to protect it from loss. And that being, it's a that's the puzzle says. Um, we're charged with the mitzvah asiv mishmeres trumosai, the guarding of Hashem's truma. So. That means that when truma is tahor, you must eat it. You can't lose it, waste it, burn it. When truma is tame, you can't eat it. You must destroy it. If truma is in a suffolk, in a dubious situation, we're not sure whether it was exposed to tuma or not, so now we're stuck. We can't eat it, and we can't burn it. Because of that, the truma is called truma taluya, truma that's held in suspense. It's suspended as much as we don't eat it, we don't burn it, we sort of let it stay around until it spoils. Once it loses its status of being food because it's, it's rotted, then we can destroy it because it loses its truma status. It's no longer a foodstuff. Okay, so now the question is, is the mitzvah to protect truma from loss or tuma applicable only to truma tahora? Or also, does it apply to truma taluya, suffolk truma? Okay, and that machlokus is based on a, on a more fundamental machlokus, um, which is, I'll just say the Hebrew words first, the jargon is whether yesh aim lemesores or yesh aim lemikra, which I'll explain what that means right now. The verse that requires us to protect truma is called, it says, mishmeres trumosai, the guarding of my trumos, trumas, plural. The thing is, that while it's pronounced 
trumosai, meaning multiple types of truma. It's written without that vav. It, it's written without vowels as if it says trumasi, singular, my singular truma. So there's a machlokus between Rabbi Yezir and Rabbi Yeshua, whether it's the way it's pronounced that is primacy or the way that it's uh, written in the Sefer Torah that is primacy. If the way that it's pronounced has primacy, that means that really there's two categories of truma that need protection, and that would be truma tahora and truma taluya, certain tahor truma and maybe tame truma. Uh, and if you say yesh aim le mesores, there's primacy to the way it's written down, then it's written as if it says truma si singular, and therefore there's only one category of truma that needs protection, and that is truma tahora, but truma taluya, suffix truma, need not. In the Mechlokos over here, we'll see Rabbi Eliezer of Yeshua. And Rabbi Eliezer holds that there are two different statuses that need protection because he holds that the fact that it's pronounced trumosai is what's important, meaning he holds yesh aim lamikra. And therefore, he'll say when you're burning truma, you have to keep truma tuluya separate. Whereas when it comes to Rabbi Yeshua, who holds that since it's written as if it says truma si and as yesh aim lemesaurus, the way it's written has primacy, there's only one category of truma that needs protection, and that is truma tahora. That's what it says inside the Mishnah says, Aman nechleku, on what point did Rabbi Lezer and Rabbi Yeshua argue regarding the two trumas? Al ha-taluya val ha When it comes to suspended, meaning suffix truma, versus truma tamei. Shrebele Yezer Omer, Rabbi says, Tisarav zula atzma v'zula atzma. who holds that yesh aim lemikra, that this trumosai means two kinds of trumas, and therefore you have to protect even suffolk truma from becoming tame. He holds you have to burn the suffolk truma in one pyre, and the vadai, sorry, the suffolk tame truma in one pyre, and the vadai tame truma, certainly tame truma, in another pyre. And Rabbi Yeshua Omer, Shtein Ka'achas, he says you can burn them together. He holds it's true. It's written as it says, truma si yesh aim lemesores. There's only one category of truma that needs protection. That's truma tahora. But truma taluya, suffix truma, does not need any special protection. And therefore, you can burn it with vadai tamei truma, and that's going to be just fine.